The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. There's talk that changes may be coming to drunk driving laws in Alberta. Now, in the throne speech last week, the government said it had plans to toughen sanctions against impaired driving, but there is talk that Alberta may become the next province to decriminalize drunk driving. Now, that would be a reverse in policy for the UCP who were criminal or who were critical rather of the former Alberta NDP government for considering a similar change in laws when they were in opposition back in 2018. Now, Sherry Arsenault, you'll likely remember her name, know her name. She is an anti-drunk driving advocate. Her son Bradley and two of his friends were killed by a drunk driver in 2011. Sherry joins us now. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Jaylen. Oh, my gosh, 2011. I know what. Feels like yesterday. Oh, man. Uh, 2011, Bradley, uh, Thaddeus, and Cole were killed by a drunk driver. You have made it your mission to press for tougher, uh, tougher laws. What are you hearing right now, and who's telling you it? Well, what I'm hearing is that our current government is is possibly considering following the model that BC did a decade ago and Manitoba just took mm-hmm. on of decriminalizing impaired driving. So from what I understand, um, you met with the Justice Minister, uh, Minister Schweitzer, last week. What did you talk about? What did he tell you? Well, I met with him and uh, he listened to me and my... my uh, very strong arguments and my serious concerns about decriminalizing impaired driving, but he gave me no details at all. He said it was too early to uh, to tell me any details. So why did you have the meeting in the first place, Sherry? Well, I, I had the meeting because I had heard rumblings about this happening, which I, I will be completely honest, it threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, the UCP government, I breathed a sigh of relief when they were voted in because I thought they're the tough on crime party. They would never entertain this idea. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I had previously spoken with former justice ministers, Peter McKay, uh, former justice minister of Alberta. They told me that they, it, it was beyond their belief that that's even being considered. Um, you know, you have been, as I said off the top, you have been fighting for changes um, for nine years straight now. Yes, I have. And I've uh, watched, I watched before my very eyes this crime being taken less serious and less serious for nine whole years now you know between the federal liberal government they've really taken a soft stance on this crime and essentially watering it down to the provincial courts and now the provincial courts are backlogged and they seem to think let's just take a federal crime a crime that's in the in our code and uh, decriminalize it. So, um, according to an article in the in the uh, Star Calgary today, and, and you of course know it, you were quoted in it. Um, pretty much, this is what it means. Police officers. This is a direct quote from the article. Police officers in BC have discretion to lay criminal charges or administer sanctions on the side of the road under provincial rules. Um, and that shift in BC meant first-time offenders were off the hook for criminal charges for the most part, clearing up space in the courts and promoting rehabilitation. 
um, what they have said is that if someone were hurt or of course someone was uh, you know was killed that would not obviously be an option I've been told that mothers against drunk driving has supported this yes (laughs) it's uh, shocking to me that they support it but they do 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 you not is there no merit anywhere for you sherry if someone um you know blows over um first time that uh that they should go through administrative process that they should um you know get off the hook on these criminal charges to clear up the backlog in the courts or do you think that the government needs to do a better job in clearing up the backlog in the courts well for, for starters clearing up the backlog should never be done when it could affect public safety should never even be entertained if if it means that public safety could be at the public could be at risk Mm -hmm. and um you know we realize that there's a a a very heavy workload and uh, the courts have difficulty in prosecuting all the cases but for three decades no money has been put in our court system they should be bigger we need more crowns more judges you name it we need it it's remained the same for the last 30 years although our cities and our everywhere has grown so much Mm -hmm. so uh, proper funding needs to be done we should never start taking criminal activity and start turning it into administrative fines and a criminal record is the biggest deterrent out there right now that that would affect employment that's what scares people the most a criminal record and by taking that away they're essentially giving everybody a freebie and that freebie could cost somebody their child or their grandchild or their mother or father Mothers Against Drunk Driving says BC has seen a 50% decrease in alcohol-related deaths since it adopted the new policy, but I've been told that the number of charges have not decreased at all. This is by a lawyer uh, that I was speaking with earlier today. Um, I don't know if, you know, if the two of them are, are connected I- in any way, but when you look at that number, that 50% decrease in alcohol-related deaths since it adopted the new policy, you know, is that from the new policy or is that from a you know more awareness about drinking and driving sherry well that's just it the fatality rate has gone down in bc and i can't argue that but it's also gone down in every province that doesn't have this this kind of legislation and we can't attribute that to like it could be increased use of seat belts it could be uh airbags better safety in cars it could be our roads are even better with guardrails and and more divided highways etc no one can show me the actual stats that this legislation has reduced deaths because it's it's across canada our rate instead of three to four a day has gone down to two to three a day, which still blows my mind that I'm even saying that that's good. Sherry, you know, in that throne speech last week, and I looked up the throne speech again this afternoon, and it said right in it, the government said it had plans to toughen sanctions against impaired driving. It was right there in black and white. What do you hope that those sanctions are? Well, I heard that too. Well, I mean, to me... You know, this is 2020, and the, and nobody's, it's across Canada. Nobody looks at the real root of the problem. Mm. And the real root of the problem is 
good people, bad people, people from all walks of life engage in this behavior because the chance of getting caught is so low. Therefore, they're willing to take the risk. And when tragedy happens, they say, whoops, they almost become the victim. Mm-hmm. And um, it, that's the problem. We're not tough enough in the first place. It should be so tough that if you're caught, you never do it a second time. Because, uh, you know, it's the people do it. Uh, the stats from our own Robert Paulser out of Alberta, the chances of getting caught are one in 2,000. Mm. And if they decriminalize it, they'll, they'll catch more because it's bing, bang, boom off the road, but more people will be willing to take the risk. Sherry, um, I don't know, um, you know, what, what's next? Do you just keep the fight? I, I think, I, oh. I, think I, I think I end every interview that we've had over the many oh. years that we've been talking. I, I end it the same way, you know? It's like you just continue I this know. fight. I know. Well, I mean, you've seen it before your very eyes, yeah. too, that we keep going another giant steps backwards. And, and for it to be two, three, four decades of, of education to watch it go backwards, you, you know, I, 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 I want to sometimes say I give up but I just can't. Well, you know what, Sherry, this text just came in from you. It's from uh, James in Beaumont, and it says, I grew up in Beaumont. This story is with me most days. It changed so many people, and I just want Sherry to know that she is making a difference, and every time I drive on 625, I think of those boys. Oh, I mean, that's, uh, thank you, James. That uh, brings tears to my eyes. And, and Jay Lynn, you know, you're, you're from the same community. Your, your husband yep. taught sad, yep. and uh, it, it, it truly affected three communities, three families, and we, you know, we, I guess we try to put one foot in front of the other every day, but oh, I hope one day I can uh, rest. I can celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Let's, uh, let's stay on top of this and we'll, we'll talk again, okay? Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You betcha. Sherry Arsenault joining us uh, this afternoon.